Welcome to Life is a Shift Show, a podcast where we discuss all the little things that happen to us on our journey of transformation, all while dealing with all that life throws at us. Sit back, enjoy, and watch as Shift Happens. Welcome to another episode of My Life is a Total Shift Show. My name is Michelle Dutton, and I am here ranting and raving about the ups and downs of transformation. Am I raving about it? I'm not, not always, definitely not always, mostly ranting. Where I just sit here and talk very openly about my experience as I try to get happier, more joyful, more at peace, less bitchy, less sad, and I put it out there in the hopes that maybe somebody might resonate a little bit with it and make somebody else feel good or maybe not so alone on their own journey of this earth school that Byron Katie likes to call it as we're all spinning around on this planet trying to figure the shit out, right? And a lot of times we feel alone. And what I'm noticing is we're not alone. But I just am in here talking to, you know, nobody or you or whomever is listening and maybe, maybe you'll feel a little bit better or a little bit of hope or just know that we're all really kind of on the same journey, right? We're all trying to feel better, do better, uh, crawl out of the past of guilt and shame that we've put on ourselves and stop us from crawling into the worry of fear of future. And we do it one day at a time. So here we are. Today, the topic I'm going to talk about is grasping at straws. I had this realization a little while ago when I listened to a free webinar about prayer and I started to realize a little bit of the way through that it was it was wonderful it was a great discussion but it was it was a teaser to a class that this person wanted you to join and pay for and there's nothing wrong with that I'm sure it's a wonderful class but I had this realization at that point because they were saying it is such an investment in you and how can you put a price on being closer to God, being more at peace, being whatever he was saying, right? And you can't put a price on that. And what if this, this has a return of investment beyond your wildest imagination and, and things like that, which is all true. It's all wonderful. You should always invest in yourself and keep growing and, and all that. But I had this big two by four on the forehead moment going, oh my God, I've been doing that for years. And here's what I realized. And this is big, I think. I have to always talk my, my way through this as I'm processing. I look on my bookshelf and I have so many self-help books. So many. You name it, I bought it, right? And then when I read it, I get so excited about it and I want to share it with everybody. And, and this is the answer. This is what's going to make me feel better. And then I look back of all the other things that I've done. Let's just take my health, okay? I've done every beach body product known to man, right? This one's going to get me healthy. This one's going to get me that beach body. This one is going to make me full of energy, just like the infomercials promise. I've done them all. Um, I've done the whole 30. This is going to make me feel unlimited energy and it's going to put me in a smaller gene size and take away all inflammation and blah, blah, blah. And I've done 
I haven't done keto yet and tried that one. I've done um, like raw vegan and I've done the 17 day diet and I've done green juice or juice fast. I don't even remember, right? And then I've thought about all the other webinars I've paid for or joined or uh, retreats I've gone to and all with this hope that it's gonna fix me, that this is the answer. This is the answer. And so as this guy was talking about this prayer, and I have a lot of issue with my own my own uh, religious journey, and I've been thinking about doing a podcast about that. Um, so I've struggled with prayer lately because I grew up with it was just, you just, it was rote. Ten Hail Marys, three Our Fathers. It was like, you know, there was no prayer to it. It was just memorization. But anyway, so I've had a hard time making full circle about what prayer really means to me. So this guy resonated with me. But the problem I had was like, Michelle, you can't just buy another thing. And this was this was the realization that came to me. Okay? You keep thinking the answers are outside of you. And that was a huge revelation. You read a book, you grasp onto it. This is what, this is the answer. This guy is going to make me feel better. I do the, the diet. This is the answer. If I can just follow it, and I would follow those things to the T, I would never miss a workout when it, for, if it was like 30 days, 90 days, whatever Tony Horton would tell me to do on Beachbody. I would do it without fail. And I was so dedicated. This is the answer. And it just hit me. I have never, I've always believed that. I've always, and, and when it didn't work, when, it, when I didn't feel all this greatness, this bliss, this peace, this happiness, I would just find something else to cling on to and find something else to buy and find something else to follow and find something else to shove on my husband and find something else to share or whatever it is, whatever parenting class, um, meditation class, whatever. And it wasn't until he was saying, this is such an investment for you. And I agree, it can be. But none of this is going to work unless I know and believe and realize that I and I alone am the one with the power to change. I have all the answers. And when I sat with that for a minute, my ego or my fear, my past or my programming came jumping in, said, you don't know jack shit. You do not have the wisdom to know what is best for you, to know how to live your best life, to know what you need to do next. That was the voice inside my head. You have to rely on somebody else to tell you what to do and you have to pay money for it. That was, that's kind of the programming. And then I thought, gosh, where did that come from? And it doesn't even matter where it comes from. The voice pops up in my head. I have to sit with that and unpack it and let it be there. But I'm guessing in our society and me personally and my family, it was our entire life we were told that, right? Um, in school, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what your passion is. You don't know your likes and dislikes. You're too young. Your brain isn't developed, blah, blah, blah. The teacher knows best. So sit down, shut up, write your essay, do the science, do whatever, right? And I agree there are some things that every child needs to learn how to do, etc. But to be told basically that the teacher knows better and to not trust yourself at all. I mean, even you can't even trust your own body 
in our school systems, right? You can't even trust your body when it tells you you have to go to the bathroom. Nope, you have to wait. No, you don't have enough time. No passing period. Sit down. Like, you know, we're told from a very young age that we can't trust ourselves and we can't listen to our bodies and listen to our hearts. And growing up in the Catholic Church, that was definitely the message, right? You have to listen to the priest. The priest is the one that can get you to heaven. Only the priest and the church. You can't interpret the Bible on your own. You know, for a while, we weren't even allowed to read, not in my generation, but way back when you weren't even allowed to read the Bible because the priest had to tell you how to interpret it, what to believe. And so we're told you can't even get to heaven. You can't even have a relationship with God without a priest telling you exactly how to do it or follow these steps, jump through these hoops. And it just, it made me realize throughout my whole life, that was the programming. And this is the thing about programming is you're not even aware of it. And by the grace of God, when I was sitting, listening to this guy talk, it was just that spark went off in me that I just realized, and that's just, that's grace. And that's, that's divine, just a gift, right? Because that's where we grow when we have those seconds of clarity and we're like, oh, wait a minute, let me look at that. And so it was that moment and I just had the real, I have never trusted myself. And when I sit there, the voice comes in even louder. Well, you don't even know what you're passionate about. It says, follow your heart. Give me a break. Your heart's so closed off. You wouldn't even know passion if it hits you in the face. You can't, you have no idea what you want to do with your life. You have no idea what makes you happy. And there's a part of me that, yes, believes that. I do struggle with opening my heart enough and just kind of figuring out my passion. But it was just, it, it was refreshing to realize, to look back and say, okay, the reason None of those self-help books worked. And I can't say they don't work because everything plants a seed, right? There is no, There are no mistakes. There is no wrong information. You either learn what to do or what not to do from everything that comes into your senses. So I can't say that they're worthless. The, the thing that I did wrong with all of these books and speakers and retreats and exercise programs is I was putting all the power in the them to change me rather than looking at all of these as tools to help me become the best version of myself that I already have the knowledge, have the wisdom, have the know-how, have the fortitude, have the tenacity to become all of that, to become greatness. I've never sat with myself and just let myself know you, you are the power. You have the wisdom. And just by saying that right now, I hear my dad's voice coming in. Well, that's very new agey and that's just, you know, you're writing out any God. No, I'm opening up to being connected to God and being able to have this relationship with the universe, God, source, call him whatever you want. If God has too much of a negative image in your head of a guy with a white beard with a checklist up in heaven going, oh, you get to go to heaven and you don't. Okay, then don't use that word because it's just a language. It's just English language. It doesn't matter. Use whatever resonates in your soul, in your heart, right? That you you have all the wisdom. And so I sat there with that and I've been trying over the past several days to not do anything on purpose. Let me see. How, how can I explain that? Like, 
for example, I do the work of Byron Katie or I do EFT tapping or I do meditation, right? And I sat there and I'm, I've started to say, I'm doing this because it feels like that's what my heart wants to do right now, not because I have a to-do list of things to make me enlightened, of things to make me patient or loving or open or passionate. So when I do have a to-do list and I started to go down there, like, and I'm doing those things because I think that the answer is outside of me. And that was such a huge shift. And so for the past few days, I every time I checked on my to-do list, and this took a lot of kind of discipline, I sat down on my couch. I just sat there and I just waited. And I just, just kind of was with myself. And I heard the voice, just follow the list. You know, you, you said you were going to meditate every day, meditate every day. Just, but I'm like, is that what my inner wisdom is telling me to do? And I have had such a hard time differentiating between ego, inner wisdom, highest self calling. And everyone says, oh, you'll know, you'll know. I'm like, well, clearly then I've never been in touch with my higher self. But I started to notice it's just a little different. I can't even explain it. It is not some booming voice from heaven. Michelle, you are supposed to meditate now. It's not like that. It is a a glimpse. It's so fast and sometimes you miss it. There's just like this, this urgency and it doesn't come in the brain like a thought, but it's just sit down and shut up. And then you're doing something and, and if you're not careful and still, you miss it or do a podcast, or take a nap. I've had that one. That was a good one. I followed that advice. Or go for a walk, journal, or sit with that stressful thought you had yesterday. Do a worksheet um, on the work. Do the work on that. And so I've stopped, hopefully, I'm new at this. I've just been doing this for a few days. Stopped putting the power on, well, Byron Katie has, has the answer to enlightenment, okay? Her work is life-changing. It has been life-changing for me, okay? But that's because I am open to doing it. I am doing the work. It's not her. She just offers things. But I have the wisdom. I have the knowledge. I have the power inside of me. And so, you know, I don't know what I want to do with my life. And there's been a part of me that has really shamed myself. You know, I quit my job in August and although I've made it a commitment to work on myself every day doing something, right, then I feel, well, I'm not, I'm not figuring this out fast enough and I'm letting my family down or I need to be making money. And, but I think that's the time that you dig your heels in even more and say, no, 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 God has a bigger plan for me. I just have to let it unfold. And how do we let it unfold? We let it unfold by ceasing to put all the power in the next self-help book, in stopping just buying every webinar that comes by that promises all these things. Because I never necessarily felt, oh, all this joyful energy when I did all the workouts or, or whatever. And that was because I wasn't even giving any credit to the power inside of me. If I do her workout, I'm going to feel great. Okay, how about if I shut up and listen to my body what does my body want to do? And I know some people that are listening be like, my body's going to say, sit down, have a glass of wine, take a nap. Okay, then do that. But at least you're getting 
to know how to listen to what your your soul is telling you, that powerful man or woman inside of you. And it's so subtle. So if I don't know what to do or don't know which way to go, I literally sit my ass down. This is what I've been doing. Sit on the couch and close my eyes and not let the panic come that washes over me going, if you're not doing something, you're not doing anything. You're not being productive. You need to do something. And I just let that wash over me and I sit. This is what I've been, I sit until that passes, till the panic passes and I get quiet. Okay, now what? Sink into my body. Imagine I can actually physically see my heart beating. When I open my eyes, what is that soul inside of me going to whisper and tell me to do, right? What, what is the next step? And that's all I can ever ask for is just the next step. And then when I get an idea or just a calling, I get up and I do it. So the past couple days I've sat down, waited, and then gotten up and did some dishes, Okay. And that was what I needed to do at the time. And it was perfect. And so in notice in noticing, I also get everything done that I need to get done, but there's not this sense of urgency to do list. I'm really trying just to slow down and follow that little urge of what to do while I have kids and I have to do the, okay. Yes, of course we have to keep our children alive, feed them every now and then, you know, I get that. But when you're in kind of this state of flow, and that's what I've been chasing, I've been chasing this flow state so hard. And that was part of the problem. I was chasing it, right? I've been chasing all of these things out of desperation. Looking back, I'm reading the book out of desperation because I don't like the way I feel inside and I want this book to fix me. I'm doing this exercise because I'm out of desperation. I don't like the way I look or feel and I want this program to fix me. It's always been out of desperation instead of out of curiosity. Oh, let me look and see what this guy has to say. What resonates with me? Okay, I'm going to put that in my toolbox. Wonderful. Thank you. This life is a journey. Moving on. Oh, okay. Maybe I will buy this one retreat and go on it. Great. What resonates with me? And the shift in energy from I am desperate to feel better and I am clinging on to all of these things that promise to make me feel better. And when they don't, I feel like a big failure. That was the energy I always went into with all of my other, with everything in the past, the the books and everything. And I love reading and I'm not going to stop reading. But when I've let go of the, the clinging, this is the answer. And I just look in and go, okay, I feel like reading this book. Oh, that was good. Oh, I'm going to write that phrase down. That really resonated with me. Oh, that's going to be helpful the next time I deal with this. Oh, that's great. And then take that, store it away in my own toolbox and go on with my life, with my infinite wisdom, with my connection to God, with my next step kind of whispered to me. And it's it's kind of, it's soothing. It's quieter. And it's easier just to be like, hmm, okay, that was an interesting book. I still feel how I feel. All right. Oh, I'm still feeling a little sad. All right, let's go inside and figure out why why I'm not okay, why I'm not okay on the inside. And I can 
whatever I feel like at that moment. Do I want to do a worksheet with Byron Katie? Do I want to meditate? Do I want to do some emotion, like emotion code release? Do I want to do some tapping? Do I want to just take a nap? And I would just kind of, I'll, I'll sit and listen and let me give me the answer of what I need to do. Whereas in the past, oh shit, I'm feeling sad. Okay, first I have to meditate. Okay, let me find that inner child. Let me see if she needs anything. Okay, shit, she didn't want to talk to me. All right, I'm going to start to EFT. I'm going to tap the shit out of my face. Okay, wait, does that feel better? Okay, wait, I better do a work on Byron Katie. Okay, bleh, right, desperation. That was what I realized all the energy was. I'm desperate. Fix me. Please help me. Please help me. Okay, so now I've started the shift. Sit down on the couch. Shut up. Shut up. You are fine. Right where you are, everything you've ever been through, there have been no mistakes in your life. Zero. No mistakes. There is no regret because you can't possibly know how the other choice would have turned out. So regret is bullshit. So sit down. Get curious. Why are you not okay in this moment? And sometimes you're just not okay. Sometimes it's hormones. Okay, great. Sometimes you slept wrong. Sometimes you need to hear that inner child. And so I'm thanking that gentleman who did this little webinar on prayer. And maybe that was all the prayer I needed, right? At that in there, that was the answer. Just slow the hell down. The answers will come. Trust. Today, I sat on the couch with my eyes closed and I just envisioned my chest literally cracked open, completely vulnerable to God, just to open and surrender because I have seen so many little fears creep in. I was at the grocery store yesterday and the total was like $225 and it was instant fear. I'm wasting all of our money. We're going to run out of money. you know. And so I sat there and I just sat there and imagined my chest open and said, please, I'm here. I'm open. I have the answers. God, you can take all of this fear away from me. You can show me the wisdom that I have inside of me to know the next step, to connect, <clears throat> excuse me, to move on. And so I needed, I needed all of that and every step leading up to this moment to realize that I was just grasping at straws and grasping out of desperation. There was zero mistakes. There were zero mistakes in what I did, in reading all those books and clinging to them and and deciding those were the answers because all of those are the steps on my journey. I can't change any of it and I shouldn't because I wouldn't be here right now doing this, realizing this, understanding this, sharing this. So every single step, every single outburst, every single lose my shit at my kids, as hard as that is, it's all perfect. And it's really hard for us to to kind of realize that because our ego wants us so badly to just stay in guilt, stay in shame, stay in what if, or you should have. And I go there so easily and so quickly. And then I have moments of clarity. And then I have inspiration to do a podcast like this, where it just, just in speaking it out loud helps me see the power of sitting down and shutting up and realizing I have all the wisdom and power inside of me to make the next choice. And I sit and I realize if it's not a hell yes, it's a hell no, 
right? We can't sit there. I, I, I've noticed I start to justify when I, when it's a no. Well, maybe I should do this. I'll make a list of pros and cons. If my soul doesn't say yes right away, then it's it's a no, right? Then it's just my ego trying to justify, trying to make me not feel a bad way or not feel guilt or worry or fear or whatever it is. So I'm learning to get still. And it doesn't change everything, obviously. You know, isn't that the whole point? We're just literally taking one step at a time in this big, huge rock we're all floating in. We're standing on it, floating in space, whatever. And it kind of, when when you slow down and you if you don't know what to do, sit down and shut up. And then you kind of have this realization, there are no problems unless we think they are, right? There's so much more going on in this world. Can we take a breath? Connect to your heart, connect to your body, feel the vibration of energy in your body. Let all of the fear and anxiety wash over you about what are you going to do next? And, oh my God, I have so much to do. And holy shit, I have, I have this to-do list and I got to go to the store and I got to get this kid's shoes and I got to stop. Close your eyes, find that calm, that peace, then open your eyes and say, okay, I have to fill out this registration form. Great. Fill it out. Well, now I have so much more shit to do. Shut up. Sit down. And someone will say, I don't have time to sit my ass on the couch every time I have a shit, you know, a ton of things to do. I don't have time for that. Well, we really don't have time not to sit down and get present and get still and learn how to be guided from our inner wisdom, learn how to be guided from a higher source, our higher self. Our higher self is what is one with God, one with the universe. So we tap into that. We're tapping into all that is, right? We're tapping in to just the flow of what's supposed to happen next because we are just observing these little bodies that we're carrying around, right? So sit down and let that higher self, the one that is all aware and all everything that is, just now go and put the dishes in the dishwasher, Then there's less urgency. And surprisingly, you'll get all your shit done anyway without the stress. So that's what I've been trying to do. And that was my realization. Everything is fine. You can read. I still still listen to podcasts and YouTube videos and read the self-help books. But it's, it's kind of taken a turn where now it's just a wonderful way to connect to myself and find my own path, my own answers, my own peace, my own next step. And it's beautiful. And I hope it stays this way and it probably won't and I'll be crying about something in a couple hours and and that's okay too. That's all part of the journey, right? No matter how ugly it gets, it never stays ugly and it's only ugly because we think it's ugly. We put that judgment on it, but everything is always moving us forward. It's always shifting us. So take time for yourself today to sit your ass down on the couch and close your eyes and picture your heart and just listen for that whisper. Listen for that tiny whisper of what you're supposed to do next. And that's what you do. And you do it with love and joy and with a trusting and a surrender that it's exactly what you're supposed to be doing in this moment. So keep fighting the good fight. Remember, shift happens. And I appreciate you listening. And I hope something resonated with you. And if not, then that's perfect too. And if you know anyone that might be able to be helped or feel inspired by listening to this, by all means, share with them. 
I'm just here to let people know that we're all in this together and nobody's alone. Until next time, just remember, shift happens.